Hello and welcome to another episode of Positively Feedbacks with me, Jenny. And me, Amy. How are you doing this week, Amy? Tired. <laughs> just, just tired. I don't even know if that's the word, but I'm tired. Is it tired or is it bored? I don't even think it's bored. I don't even feel bored. I feel perfectly content, but almost like a fed up content. What's, whatever the word for that is. If anyone smart can tell me what that word is. At least we can go outside twice a day now. I'm, I'm going to be enjoying my going out at lunchtime and then again in the evening. That's true. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab the bill with both horns. With that one, I'm definitely going to do like my run every day now. I actually have to. <laughs> now I have the, the government approval to leave my house twice. As much as I may have slightly talked down the benefits of exercise a couple of weeks ago, I have to say that I feel a lot better when I've gone out for a walk, when I've got some fresh air and a bit of that vitamin D. Everybody, everyone in the country has discovered that actually going out for a daily walk is entirely beneficial. They're going to laugh at me for running races ever again. See, normally, Laurie and I go out for a walk every lunchtime and go and get our lunch. So we don't think of it as like a daily walk because we're going to get food, which is the priority. But you don't realise then how much you miss it when you're not doing it. Yeah. I miss, I miss having that office space and then actually having the option of being able to go out for a walk around the inch. It sounds really bad because we're so lucky and Perth is so beautiful, but I am so sick of the North Inch. It's quite near to our house and we've been going out there walking like every single day and it's lovely and it's beautiful and there's no reason to be sick of it. I just want to go for a walk anywhere else. Mm, yeah, I wonder if people in really scenic locations feel like that. Oh, well, at least, we, uh, at least we have that bit more freedom of getting out a couple of times a day now. Yeah, that's true. It's nice that it's a little bit more relaxed, even though the government message is still fundamentally stay at home. And we're all respecting that. But it is, it is nice to get a couple of walks instead of feeling like you have to wait. Like if you do your walk too early, then you've done it, you've wasted it. And you can't, if it's sunny later on and you just sit at your window. Yeah, definitely. And at least with all this extra time inside, people have got lots of time to listen to our brand new podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Our growing our fan club. So this week we have got Jack Bell joining us, our local member of the Scottish Youth Parliament. Jack has been working on some national work, finding out how young people are getting on during the lockdown. That's had some uh, interesting results regarding local young people's mental health. So he's going to talk to us a bit about that. And he's also been working on a campaign called Mind Your Time about the amount of time that young people spend with their digital devices. So we're looking forward to having a good chat with him and finding out how he's getting on with the lockdown. And we'll also be joined again by Agnieszka on her Ask Agnieszka section where she will be giving us some information about how she's keeping her kids busy during the lockdown. Excellent. Sounds like it's going to be another good fun episode. Mm, Always is. So let's get into our interview with Jack. So this week we are welcoming Jack Bell, our local MSYP, for a chat about all things young people. Hi Jack, how are you doing? Hi Jenny, I'm good, yourself? Yeah, I'm alright, thank you. Uh, We've not seen you since, was it November, the Scottish Parliament um, Committee session? Yeah, November sounds about right. A lot's changed since then. Oh, absolutely. With the Scottish government choosing now to back the bill as well, it's definitely a big win for SYP and for PCAVs. 
and it's yeah. so great that PCAS are able to be a such a huge part of the process. We are all about free period products and period dignity at the moment. If you if you can't tell, <laughs> um, it's it's all we're talking about. But not this week. We are looking forward to having a chat with you about how our young people are getting on. First things first. Not everyone will know what a member of the Scottish Youth Parliament is. So. Your role means you're involved in loads of different issues. Um, and for those who might not quite understand, could you tell us a little bit about what being an MSYP is and what's involved? Sure. So MSYP stands for Member of the Scottish Youth Parliament. So that means that the young people living in Perth and Kinross have chosen me to represent them on a local and national level, kind of like how an MSP does in the Scottish Parliament. But there are a few differences. So for example, the Scottish Youth Parliament has two MSYPs to a constituency instead of one. We don't have a regional list, but instead we've got MSYPs representing voluntary organisations. So, for example, the Carers Trust or LGBT Youth Scotland to make sure that as many groups as possible are being represented, especially if those groups have particular needs that we need to take into account. It means that you're involved in influencing change and standing up for your peers, and there's so many ways of doing it. So, for example, I meet with decision makers quite regularly. So before the lockdown started, I met with the manager of the local branch of Boots about the experience that young people have in the shop. And I hope to do this for more local businesses, which I'll talk a bit more about later. And I also met with the local police about issues related to youth justice, which for me is quite apt because I'm a member of the SYP Justice Committee, which is a group of MSYPs up and down the country who focus on justice as a national issue. MSYPs meet in person three times a year at national sittings, which are held up and down the country. So we were going to have one up in Orkney in July. However, that sitting has been changed, of course, because of the current situation. And we use these to discuss ideas for policy, which is kind of what we agree our position to be on key issues. And we also take part in these workshops that help us to take action both locally and nationally on key issues. And then it doesn't even stop there. And there's a lot of things that non-MSYPs can get involved in. So every year we run a national campaign on an issue that's important to young people. So at the moment, we're running a campaign called Pack It Up, Pack It In, which is focused on environmental protection. And we regularly run action days to get local young people involved in taking action. We're also involved in other national projects, which I understand you want to talk about later with Mind Your Time and Lockdown Lowdown. So uh, yeah, in a very large nutshell, that is what an MSYP does. Fab. So it sounds like you have a lot of experience under your belt for such a young age as well. So I have a couple of questions. What is your best experience so far being an MSYP and what has been your greatest challenge? Ooh, that one's, that's difficult. Um, I'd say the greatest experience probably presenting my first member's motion, which is kind of like an idea for SYP policy to the membership at our last in-person sitting, which was in Dunfermline back in October. So the motion called on businesses and public services to make sure that they're treating young people just the same as older people where appropriate. So for example, by not having separate queues for young people and not like not watching them overly closely in shops, etc. So in order to achieve that, I had to consult with young people from all over Scotland and write a three-minute speech to present to the membership and respond to questions from other MSYPs about the motion in order to pass it, which was made a little bit harder because of a technical issue with the voting pads, since MSYPs at sittings vote electronically. When we were voting for my motion in particular, they all broke down. 
so it was quite hard to see like people actually putting their hands up to vote for or against the motion. But in the end, the motion passed with 88% of the membership in favor of it. And since for a good few months, that was my pet project, I was so happy to finally be able to take action on it. And for my greatest challenge, I'd say it's related to the motion, and that's with meeting the manager of Boots about it and the young people's experience in the shop. It was my first time totally arranging a meeting calling for change on my own, and it was slightly intimidating to go into what felt like the dragon's den with a message that I feared wouldn't be taken well. But what I found instead was reassurance that I could successfully advocate for local meaningful change and that my voice wouldn't just be ignored because I'm a young person. And the feeling of pride after reporting back to the constituent that brought it to my attention that the meeting was a success can't be matched at all. Oh, that's amazing. That must, have been, that must have felt great. Oh, absolutely. So more recently, you've been involved in some national work that you already mentioned, the lockdown lowdown, gathering views and experiences of young people during COVID-19 crisis. Can you tell us a bit about it and what it showed us locally? Yes, of course. So it's a survey that SYP Young Scotland Youth Link Scotland worked together on, and it takes the views of over 2,400 young people, 53 of whom are from Perth and Ross, into account. So locally, the key findings are that 77% of local young people are concerned about their mental well-being as a result of COVID-19 and the lockdown. 38% aren't confident about accessing information about mental health. 91% worry about their exams and coursework, and a harrowing 94% worry about their futures as a whole. This is made even worse by the fact that 60% of local young people don't know how to access information about financial support, which in this time of redundancy and the furlough is incredibly important. And more nationally, young people have called for more clarity on the current measures from politicians, more than any other groups, so like teachers, youth workers, etc. I've actually got a quick question for you guys. So... Do you think that young people want lockdown to be eased, tightened, or kept the same as it is now? Oh, I would say probably kept the same. I think our young people are quite sensible. Yeah, I would. I think I would agree with that. I think, yeah, I think they would want it to stay the same so that everything kind of ends yeah, faster. Like, Does that make sense? Yeah, like we all want it to be eased long term, but I have faith that our, our young people think that keeping it as it is is the right thing to do just now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. Well, you're close. According to the report, most young people in Scotland actually want the restrictions to be tightened. Oh, wow. <laughs> yup. Is there any like qualitative data around that to tell us why and what the rationale for that is? I believe that that question was kind of an open-ended one. So we weren't able to get like exact numbers. Mm. However, think it's consistent across most of the local authorities. I think it's really interesting, and I'm not just saying this because Jack's here, that it seems to be that our teenagers are, if you'll pardon the use of of an expression I've no right to use, much more woke than we were. (laughs) Um, I mean, we see it in our conversations about period dignity and the willingness to have open conversations about things that even when I was at school, and I preface this with I am only 28 years old it wasn't that long ago um but we wouldn't have had I wouldn't have sat and talked to my friends about periods the way that we now have quite open conversations that's quite interesting I definitely think from not like you know not 14 maybe like that sort of fifth sixth year sort of age we didn't speak we didn't speak the same way that you and me do like about stuff but definitely that's it's for the best that no one speaks Mm. that way 
Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of in-depth knowledge. Well, thank you for sharing that, Jack. That's really interesting. No problem at all. Um, if any of the listeners are interested in accessing the full report, it's available online if you search for Lockdown Lowdown. Oh, excellent. We will uh, we'll stick a link to it in the show notes as well so that anyone who would like to go and have a look and see some more can do that. Fantastic. There is some more like really shocking stuff in there. Cool. Fab. So leading on from the projects that you've been heavily involved with, you've also been working on the Mind Your Time resource recently. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yes, of course. So Mind Your Time is a website that a group of MSYPs, some young people that aren't MSYPs, and also some members of the Children's Parliament have been involved in developing. So its purpose is to provide information about the healthy use of social media and screen time for young people, but this advice is coming straight from young people. So we've achieved this through giving testimonials about issues such as body image, getting enough sleep, cyberbullying, and that's particularly important during lockdown because of how much more time everyone's spending online and how people's schedules have kind of been turned upside down as well. The resource also takes into account the views of almost 500 young people who were surveyed about the topic last year, and also a group of young people who took part in a discussion day that the Screensavers, which is the name of the group of MSYPs and young people that helped to develop Mind Your Time, hosted in Edinburgh. If you want to have a look at the resource, which if you, not even if you're a young person, just if you know a young person, which I can almost guarantee that you do, it's available at mindyourtime.scot, with your being spelled Y-E-R, and it's been supported by the Scottish government, even being mentioned by Nicola Sturgeon during one of the COVID-19 press conferences. So you know that the content of it is going to be good. That sounds great, Jack. It's great to see that uh, you and the other MSYPs are working on so many really great projects. Yeah, we've got a number of other projects going on at the moment. The big one, I think, is a youth access delivery group, which is focusing on mental health and access to services. I don't serve on it, but I know a few MSYPs who do. Is there anything else that you are working on that you would like to tell our listeners about? Definitely locally. There's a big project that I've kind of had in the works for a while that actually came from the meeting with the police. And that's about getting a youth shelter set up in Perth. It's still obviously going through approval with the council and such, and we're going to have to do some consultation on it. But the idea is to just have a canopy, ideally somewhere like the South Inch, that's quite bright, quite well lit for young people to kind of hang about in so that they're not, say, getting kicked out of restaurants or coffee shops and that they've they've got that place to do what young people like to do the most, which is hang out, shall we say. And it's something that I'm really passionate about getting off the ground and it's something that has been supported by young people as well. That sounds really worthwhile and... Um... If there's anything we can do at PCAS to, to help you with that effort, just give us a shout. Thanks so much. I definitely will. So last serious question. Um, what key message would you give to those of us who want to support local young people? Just kind of? So I'd say it really comes down to this. Lend an ear to the young people in your lives. So many of us are going through so many unique struggles during lockdown that are unique to our generation of to steal a term from a blog post that I read on the topic, quarantines. So while we may not always show that we're looking for support, we, we are always looking for support. 
as Lockdown Lowdown demonstrated, we might not know where to look for the information that can help us. And no matter who you are, a young person would benefit from your guidance. And for any young people that might be listening, don't be afraid to speak up and get involved in your community. Decision makers definitely want to hear what you think about the lockdown or otherwise, and they do have a duty to act on your views. As long as you start to search for opportunities, you'll find them. As an MSYP, I do what I can to raise awareness about opportunities. So for example, the discussion days or the campaign action days, and maybe one day you can stand for SYP yourself. Thank you, Jack. Thanks okay. very much. Okay, I will now hand over to Amy for the final question. It's more of the sanity question than anything else. What have you been doing during lockdown to get you through everything? Ooh, that's tough. It's been, such a wide array of different things so i've been trying to make the most of the state-sponsored exercise every day and um, i understand that has just changed so that'll take a bit of getting used to but um outside of that what i've been doing is going on a lot of zoom calls actually i'm off to university in september so i've been on zoom calls with my future classmates and with people from my old school as well, catching up a few of the other MSYPs, because all the MSYPs are quite close, so it's been really good to get in contact with all of them and keep those connections going. And really, I've just been making plans for what I'm going to do when I get out. Planning your social life? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, Jenny, what have you been doing? Well, um, inspired by Vicky last week, I got my slow cooker out this week and I made myself some of, not to brag, but the best chicken enchiladas that anyone has ever tasted um, in my slow cooker yesterday. Although the one downside is that you can smell it all day and then want to have your dinner at like 10 a.m. because you can just, the smell's going around your heart for the whole day. But yes, that is, that's this week's plan, is spend more time cooking, generally take more time over meals, but uh, particularly using the slow cooker. What about you, Amy? What have you been doing to get yourself through? Well, following on from my usual theme of every single week and my state-sponsored exercise, I set up a running workout plan on my Garmin. It has like, you can set it up for like 10 to 12 weeks to get your 10k time under a certain time so I did that and that's been you know eye-opening as to how unfit I've become so that's going to be my my go-to four workouts a week for the next 10 weeks and hopefully hopefully a 52 minute 10k as always I am simultaneously proud of you and disappointed in you I highly recommend Netflix and playing the sims as an alternative to doing four workouts a week but that's just me I, will, I approve of this suggestion. I'll incorporate that into my rest days. Excellent. So on that note, thank you so much, Jack, for joining us. No problem at all. It's been a pleasure. And hopefully we will have you on again soon. But um, if not, good luck at university. Thank you. And uh, take care of yourself. Thanks again. If you want to know more information about the Mind Your Time and Lockdown Lowdown campaigns or any of the resources Jack has mentioned on this week's podcast, we will have everything linked in the show notes. If you'd like to follow me on social media for updates on what I'm doing as your MSYP, I run three things. So there's a Twitter page, which is at BellMSYP, an Instagram account, which is at JackBellMSYP, 
and a Facebook page which is Jack Bell MSI. Now we're on to one of my favourite parts of the show where I'm joined by our very own Agnieszka for our Ask Agnieszka segment. Hi Agnieszka, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi Jenny, um, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. Still hoping that we are allowed to go out and about and see each other a bit more soon, but getting on, okay? Oh yeah, me too. I'm, uh, I've got my magic uh, reusable cup. Amazing. I've spent uh, almost a week uh, looking at it and wondering. Yeah, they're a bit scary looking. I'm not. I'm yes, just they not. are, but you know what? You know, I'm not going to be scared by it. Good. I have been using reusable pads. Oh, well done. And what do you think? They are also not as scary as I thought. I thought I was going to have to be doing laundry like constantly, and it's not actually that bad. They are uh, tricks and hacks, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's just looking for the information, like finding the information about things. Sorry, I still didn't have to use my cup, so uh, I'm basically embracing myself for the times to come. Fingers crossed. Well, I would say keep us posted, but I think that's a bit strange. Well, maybe in private. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you ready for this week's question? Yes, I am. I'm uh, very curious and... uh, can't wait. Okay, so you know this week we are chatting about young people and how our young people are getting on. We've been talking to Jack Bell, our MS. Oh, he's a fantastic guy. I really like him. Hi Jack, like, if you're listening. <laughs> I like Jack a lot too. It was really good fun speaking to him and hearing all the things that he's involved in actually. So he shared loads of resources that are available for teenagers, particularly at the moment. But we wondered, um, as you're a mum of a little one yourself, what tips you had for keeping slightly younger children occupied during the lockdown? No, like my my heart really goes out to like all the families that are stuck home, like probably with more than one child or even with one child. It's just it does seem now like you know, like everything is harder to entertain them for uh, for basic all day long and. Adi, my son, usually goes to Childminder, so she knows the hacks and you know how to entertain them. You know what, you know what games maybe they might play, and uh, we just have to go, I think, with uh, with our instinct and you know try new things. I'm actually very lucky to be still working, so most of the caring uh, responsibilities now are on my husband, who's who's doing like fantastic job, and I couldn't be more thankful for having uh, him now. So I usually get up first thing in the morning with uh, with Adi because I have to get up to work anyway. We're having breakfast together and usually I'm checking my emails and uh, Adi's watching Peppa Pig, uh, who actually I'm so grateful for. Peppa became my lockdown private nanny. I know there was a lot of criticism over Peppa. I don't care. I love her, my favorite pig in the world. I mean, my mum has become much more fond of Peppa Pig as well for my foster brother, although he watches a lot of Bing too. Well, at the moment, Adi's just into, uh, into Pig. I'm grateful for it. Well, anyway, but tips, what we've tried, but then we were in a fortunate position to have these things. Like, we never actually give Adi or, like, open all the toys that he gets, for, like, for Christmas or for his birthday. So we introduce them 
every you know few months so we brought a couple of new toys so he's obviously very excited and he spent days on playing with his with his train and his train truck that's uh, cool yeah that that's again something new that didn't cost us anything because we just kept it you know in a cupboard also uh, billy spends time on on a little homeschooling <laughs> that's a very very early age early earlier years uh schooling but so they do like alphabet they do counting uh just the little things and i must say i'm very proud because that is very good <laughs> his memory is amazing it really amazes me especially that now my memory is not so good so yeah well, he'll little. be able to remember stuff for you now i hope so well, a few more years and he'll be my little volunteer we'll what get him enrolled as a pcavs volunteer in no time i can't wait so yeah uh so we do stick to a little routine that is very flexible but you know he's got kind of things to look forward to uh, during the day we go for our daily walk and that that's what keeps us all sane and uh, we actually have got very nice bed here in Talach at the lake where we can go and you know look at the ducks we feed them sometimes there's a heron visiting very often so that's something more probably for us to you know admire than for Adi because you know for him that's just nature whatever yeah and because like we have to you know stop and look at the ducks or uh, stare at people in their garden because that's what two-year-olds do so uh yeah not weird at all so it takes us sometimes a couple of hours until we come back home in the evening and then it's the bedtime but i've noticed like you know you can try all the different you know games and, and tricks and how to entertain them obviously we read, the, we read books we sing but what i've noticed abby just loves the most when we actually get him involved in whatever we're doing and i think you've noticed that already because he was present at most of our team meetings which was uh fun but he just yeah. you know he he just wants to be part of whatever is happening you know in the household so you know preparing meals cleaning uh he's all there and uh, i think he's still at that age that he he doesn't really need much apart from the attention and love from his parents so he's very happy i think it will be probably much much worse you know to keep him entertained you know if he was like you know teenager or even a little bit older older child so i think when you know we're in that good position that it's it's not that hard obviously it's hard when we're like all stuck together you know 24 7 we're not used to you know it doesn't you know it doesn't mean parents don't don't love their children or each other when even they're struggling it's just we are not used to living together 24 7 and everyone sometimes needs a space even a child they get frustrated you know they might miss their friends your chimander adi definitely misses his granny who he doesn't see apart from just waving you know through the window so it is hard on everyone but i think you know there are those little things that we can do you know to also keep them sane and and ourselves as well. Like I, I love our walks. I think that's what just keeps my brain fresh and, and rested. So yeah, and to all the parents just want to say like you are all doing a great job, you know, it doesn't matter if you know you're homeschooling, you know, all day long or you're trying to maybe focus more on, on kids' well being. I think great hacks are just go and see, you know, teach their life skills. I've seen many parents doing that. That that's a brilliant job. And to all the you know parents of babies and younger kids, you know, just be with them and 
get them involved in whatever you're doing and just remember you're all doing a great job. Thank you Agnieszka, that was really really helpful and you too are doing a really good job. I've seen how hard you're working to keep Addy occupied and to let him come in and, and be there when you're working and it can't be easy working from home when you've got a little one running around. Um, it's hard enough when you don't so you're doing a fab job. Yeah, thank you Jenny but also you know that wouldn't be possible if I didn't have you know supportive team like yourself and the rest they understand that you know we can chat about like serious sometimes upsetting things you know but you know there might be a moment you know we're gonna see uh, Adi jumping in or Billy coming and changing the nappy like it happened a few times so I think it's just the understanding and we need to really understand each other that it's it's not a typical situation for anyone and you know let's just support each other yeah I think we're lucky as you say between our little team there's only five of us but um we're lucky that I think we're all quite understanding and trying to support one another and where we're at because we're all dealing with different stuff some of us have got kids I don't some of us are dealing with their mental health um we're all dealing with loads and loads of different things we all just need to be kind to each other just now I think that's a that's a very true and you know big message that we should be sending probably every, every week just be kind to one another and just remember that people are going through different things and it's probably more situation like this probably makes people more understand and be open to you know whatever problems people might have in their life and there's always so much that might be happening behind the closed door and you never know what someone's going through so just be kind and be understanding because you never know when you're not good when you're gonna need that so yeah. yeah definitely well thank you so much for joining us again Agnieszka yeah thank you for having me this was a joy as usual yes uh, it's always lovely to speak to you and if you have questions for Agnieszka you can send them to admin at pcavs.org.uk with the subject positively pcavs and we could ask her your question in the coming weeks and um, thanks again Agnieszka and we'll speak to you soon Thank you, Jenny. Speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. A huge thank you to Jack Bell, our local member of the Scottish Youth Parliament, for joining us. Next week, we'll be joined by Julie from our Mental Health and Wellbeing Hub to talk about all things mental health and wellbeing. Until then, stay safe. See you next week, Amy. See you next week.